Okay, so Maria Daniels here with Successfully Chaotic, and today I have R.D. Weeks here as a special guest. He is the host of Outdoor Running Podcast, and I'll let him go ahead and introduce himself and tell you all a little bit about what he does. Yeah, well, thank you, Maria, too, for allowing me to be on this podcast. Uh, it's definitely an honor, so I appreciate it. And uh, for my story, so uh, I want to share my, my running journey. And so that began in 2018 when I first did my, my first long-distance race, which was a half marathon. And for me, uh, a reason to get into that was, like, wanting to focus on, on fitness. Like, I had done races in the past – or not races, but sports in the past and wanted to kind of bring that back in. And so I went through that process uh, through training, which was – just a whirlwind of uh, trying to figure it out uh, to then uh, going and actually completing the race, uh, the race. And I'm thankful to have completed it. But at the end I just collapsed. Uh, but during, I was just feeling like, so like on fire, ready to go. I was like, ah, oh, anything is possible. Uh, afterwards uh, I felt like just complete garbage. Like it was a, a collapse. <laughs> it was like, I'm done. And so yeah. that caused me to, to take a, a break from running. And uh, ultimately at that point, um, this is, you know, about 2019. This is when I also on the business side, uh, I'd been an entrepreneur now. I've, I've been one for about a little over six years. And at that point, one of my, my events business uh, collapsed at the end of um, going into 2019. And uh, this was a moment for me of just really feeling just in this like cave that I'm sure others, you know, listening can relate to this moment of like, all right, how do I, you know, like, what does this all mean? Yeah. You know, we, that anxiety starts to build the, the fear of life, like all of a sudden just resentment starts to form and you're just feeling like this sucks. Yeah. Uh, and the depression too can really build. And so that lasted for me a whole of 2019. I was doing, you know, odd jobs here and there still in the entrepreneurial world. Um, but I was trying to figure out like, okay, I, I needed to make a change. And that really happened at the start of, um, you know, 2020 where I was like, well, what, can I do uh, to really shift out of this energy? Like I, I was thinking back to childhood and thinking back to these moments of just like how much fun life was. Like I had a great childhood. And so like, I was thinking about that. Then I started thinking more about this race, uh, the half marathon I did. And I was like, Oh man, I, I, that was so awesome. And like, I felt good from a fitness level and overall well being. So I decided in my goals, uh, I wrote out, Hey, I want to do a 50 K race. And um, at that point, I had no idea what that meant, like how many mileage that was. It was just like, that sounded like a big number. Yeah. I was like, I just saw that somewhere. I was like, 50 K sounds cool. Like that just like, seems like something that like really brings some energy. And it would cause for me was a shift, uh, a shift of like, Oh, like, Hey, like what, what could that be about? Like that, that's pretty cool. And so I was like, well, how do I even do that? Like, how do I go about that process? So I was like, all right, I've been sitting on this couch. I've been inside. I'm an introvert at heart. And I'm like, man, like I want to, you know, this is not good for me. And and so I decided um, there and then to stand up and just go outside and walk, just walk. Uh, didn't have a timeline on it, but I just went out the front door. I, you know, also at that time I'm, I was living by myself. And so um, I was just like, let me just go out there and I watched for a little bit. And as I was walking, something was further beginning to shift where it was like, wow, like this feels awesome. Like this feels amazing. I'm starting to feel that energy back of, of where I was on, on the race day. And just, you know, also that, the fun of life and the enjoyment and like actually like really you know, having a great time. And so I started to build upon that. It was like a small win, small goal. I was like, 
done. Let me go. Like, let me see what other, you know, con- you know, the self-confidence was starting yeah. to come back a little bit. And so started to do that daily. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I was like, all right, well, I got to start running now. So I had to, I had this 50 K like it's a run. So that's where then I started to run, get back into running. And now, um, the goal from just being able to be curious about it, it's go- gone into now, um, a 50 K, uh, race uh, in each of the U.S. states with COVID nineteen, some of the plans had had to be scrapped. Uh, so the plan was to do oh, it okay. starting in twenty. Yeah, starting to do it in twenty twenty one, and then be able to do it in two years, twenty twenty three, to finish all those races. And so it's going to be you know self supported, but um, just being able to to feed off of that energy has been amazing in other areas of my life too. When it comes to business, it comes to just relationships and overall yeah, like well being and, and how I feel about myself, I, I attribute to just being able to get outdoors and taking action and being active outdoors. And so that is my, my journey thus far. And uh, it, it's been a whirlwind. I'm excited to, to continue on that journey too. I love that. I love that you, well, not only were super real, like the, you, you said that you, I mean, you had a company crash in 2019. Yeah. I mean, you had a lot of stuff go on. And I think it's funny because I've talked to so many people on here that 2018 and 19 were terrible years for yes. them. They were terrible years for me. They were terrible years for me, probably the worst years for me. But in retrospect, they were kind of refining me. They were pulling back the parts of me that of my own personal self didn't fit and of my professional life honestly didn't fit. And I didn't see it at the time. And I think sometimes you mentioned the word shift. I think when we're in the middle of that shift, you know, it can be painful and it can be confusing and it can be, you know, so many emotions. But, you know, when you get out on the other side and you look back, you're like, oh, okay. I get it now. I get why that was happening. But when you're in the middle of it, you're just, you know, you're just trying to survive it, (laughs) you know? And another thing you mentioned is that you said you're an introvert at heart. I think that's so funny because I always say I'm an, you know, I'm an extroverted introvert because, you know, whenever I'm out and I'm about, I can be extroverted. You know, I can, you know, talk, I love people, but at the same time, it takes all of my energy to be that person. And so then I just kind of rec- recluse. And if I'm going through something tough, I'm definitely recluse. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to like process. And that was how I was. I was, you know, when I went through all this stuff, I just wanted to kind of like be by myself and I was barely going through just the motions. And, but I think sometimes that can be important, you know, to be able to allow us to kind of stop and pause and reflect and I've been calling 2020 the great pause because even people that maybe didn't, they haven't necessarily been through, you know, the shift yet. Um, like we have, I was already kind of pre-prepared for 2020 just because of all the stuff I went through, you know, 2018 and 19, it was just kind of like, okay, well, this just kind of gives me longer to plan and stuff. So it really didn't affect me like it did. I think some other people because of that, because I had already went through my own reflection and was already kind of being a little bit more purposeful about my actions So, you know, I like that you found an outlet that you said, okay, I'm not sure what the shift is for yet. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do or be when I grow up yet. (laughs) You know, I always use that term, even though I'm like 40 and I'm like, when I want to be, when I, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, because I think we come to this conclusion that we have to just be this one thing, but I think it could be fluid. You know, we change as we go through life. And I think that's fine, but being able to find that outlet and yours was running. Mine is definitely not running. You know, I always joke around and say that if you see me running, you need to run too, because there's something chasing me. That's not my jam. Um, I love hiking and kayaking, all active things except running. But I really, I have a lot of friends that do run and I admire them for that because it does take so much dedication. But the idea is to pick something that you love. You know, for me, running wouldn't be a great outlet because I'm going to hate every second of it. But for somebody that loves it, you know, it's that outlet. And if you've never tried it, 
try it. Just the idea of, like you said, getting outdoors. You, you start out walking. You're just like, you know what? I don't know. I'm just going to go out. And today I'm just walking. Small, bite-sized, small wins, like you said. Small wins, because that will help propel you to the next thing. Yeah, you might not have life figured out after that first walk, but you're going to have the endorphins flowing from that first walk. You're going to get outside and breathe some fresh air, and you're going to at least have that moment figured out. Yeah, so I well, love that. Yeah. And, and to go off of that too, like, um, what's, what's important is absolutely, you know, being able to get outdoors. I mean, now yeah. it, it's difficult depending, you know, where you are, uh, it, it, it can be difficult sometimes to get outdoors, but just being able to set some time aside to do that can be so powerful for the shift. Um, with, with technology, it continues to, to grow and grow and there's importance to find your balance within that. And I think the outdoors can be a great outlet for those, especially, you know, in a business where you're, you're having maybe to sit down X amount of times, or you're on the phone or you're communicating like being able to just have that time to get outdoors and maybe it's just your own me time uh, can be so powerful to allow you to recharge and, and, and also reconnect with yourself of like, all right, where do I have to go to accomplish today um, to make sure that it's going to be a great day? I like that. And I think so many entrepreneurs, especially ones that I talk to and I deal with, they've got this idea that I've even had people say this, well, you wouldn't get it because you got it all figured out. Well, this was before my show and I started like airing all my dirty laundry, but you know, they thought because, you know, I did this and it turned out good and I did this and it turned out good that I had it all figured out. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not how that works. You know, yeah. they didn't see the, the 500 times I tried something. And I was like, well, that didn't work. You know, mm -hmm. that's because that's, that is the entrepreneurship journey. The entrepreneurship journey is messy and sometimes it's ugly and sometimes it's fabulous. And, you know, you go through this roller coaster of emotions. And I think so many entrepreneurs have this idea that if they hit kind of a roadblock, then they failed. And, you know, that's not it. You mentioned that, you know, you had um, been an event planner, and that you are dealing with, you know, large conferences and that business failed, yeah. you know, and I think sometimes people hear that word fail and it's just got this negative connotation to it. And it used to for me too, but yeah. really, you know, the way that I look at it, it's like, okay, well, I'm done with that chapter. It's like finishing in the chapter of a book. You know, if you're reading a book, you finish that chapter. It's like, okay, well on to the next chapter, because if you have that mindset of it's failure, it's over, you know, the end and you're all dramatic about it you know, that's not going to be a healthy place to stay. Now it is important to feel those emotions. If you're sad at that moment, if you're, you know, disappointed at that moment, great, feel that, you know, be disappointed, be sad, be whatever those emotions are for that moment. You know, I, I'm never, you know, going to say, you know, don't feel your emotions. It's, you have to feel those emotions for that moment, but you don't want to stay there, you know, because you are going to stop yourself from seeing what's next, what's in the next chapter. Yeah, and so we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Well, and what was important. So I, I felt the same way where it was like, oh, I can't tell people that I failed. Like it feels like, oh, what, what are other people going to think about me? And, yeah. you know, give context to that. So on this journey, first and foremost, I, I think it's important to have, you know, strategies and tactics, you know, to be able to, to, to move, you know, through those moments. And so that is absolutely looking at others that deal perhaps in a certain area that you're, you're seeking support. in. if it's how do you overcome fear or, or overcome, you know, self-doubt finding, like, I think personal development is something that everyone should should absolutely take the time to do each and every day. And, uh, you know, there, I still, it's sometimes like, you know, I have those moments like, Oh wow. Like people don't realize, like don't know about it. And, and so going back into that though, for a framework, one that I use, um, and that hopefully, you know, might be helpful for others is this idea of first committing, like it's a three C's, you know? And so it's like, you're committing to what it is you want to, to do in the standpoint of how you feel like there's, there's on the, uh, so I'll first say it all the way through. So it's commitment, confidence, and clarity. And it's a little opposite of what's talked about where it's like, 
you know, you have to have it all figured out before you get started. And I think it definitely comes uh, where it's, you know, the two come together where they're, they're, it's almost like a dance between all three of those where it's like the clarity and commitment. You need to have that flowing where you're first committing to just how you want to feel emotionally. I think that's really important is to understand, okay, I'm not feeling so great. Uh, if it's in my business, in my relationships, in my life, I want to feel what, like, you know, w- what do you want to feel? And, and being able to get into that, that emotional state as human beings, that's such a big part of us. And so if we can really dive into what that is, then we're going to commit to that feeling. And from there, that's where then the tactics and strategy comes into play of like, all right, let me commit through small wins, like small goals that can get me towards that emotion. And that's, you know, if it's learning from others of, of what they're doing, doing um, and implementing that within my own life to, you know, creating, like, I know I have to do this to feel that way. Like, let me do that and see how it goes. And then from there, the self-confidence just builds up where then it's like, you go through that process of commitment, then the confidence builds to the clarity. And then you look at that small goal and then you just continue the cycle back. You say, all right, let me tweak this here or there. And then let me start back to committing to this or that. And I think that can just be so powerful to realize, you know, you got to, you know, figure out what those, that, that, that strategy or taxes are going to be, but just implement it and take action. That is like, sometimes we're on the sidelines. Like <laughs> me and you, we can connect on the, oh, yeah. the personal defense side is like mostly, and I've been on like that is like, Oh, I'm on the sidelines, but I'm not actually taking action and committing full out into being, uh, being a part of that to, to really understand where the clarity is. Um, because if not, I just think about it for, for years to come and, and uh, all of a sudden nothing happens. Absolutely. And I think you mentioned fear. I think fear of failure you know, fear of what people are going to think if you fail. Fear, just, just fear can keep us paralyzed and on the sidelines. And I think that if we go ahead and, and you mentioned commit to the emotions, I love that because I think what ends up happening is people don't think about the emotional connection when they're going into something. They think about it when they're getting out of it, but they don't think about it going into it. And I think that if, you know, you could kind of stop and pause and reflect about, you know, why are you wanting to do this? What is the emotional connection to this? Because sometimes I think there are these straw man goals. You know, I always say these straw man goals because they're goals that we think we're supposed to have and we don't really know why we're supposed to have them. But, you know, I'll work with somebody on coaching. I'll say, well, you know, why do you want to do this? Well, I just want to be successful. Okay, well, great. You know, what does successful mean to you? Well, I just want to, I want to be able to have, you know, I just, I want to be able to have money or I want to be able to have freedom. I want to be able to whatever, fill in the blank. But it ends up being these just straw man goals that we're just kind of parroting because we think we're supposed to, you know? Did you feel that? Yeah, no, hundred percent. So like, I appreciate you sharing that. Cause it's like, so true where I was like going through these and that's where the businesses were coming into play was like, I went from, you know, the, this, this idea of like, Oh, I want to have a big, big, big business. And then I'm realizing like, why do I want to have that? Like, you know, like, wait, maybe I, I don't want to have to manage like a thousand people. And it doesn't mean like maybe in the future I will want to do that, but it's just like now here and now in this moment, I, th- I think it's, it's important to just, you know, take it in small chunks of time in your life of like, okay, well, how, what do I want to be in like these next few years or even this year? Like, who do I want to be? And for me, I was like, Oh, I want to just be able, you know, I have this goal now in these next few years to get dedicated to running and see what that results into. And like, I'm able to have, I'm able to cover my costs. I'm able to feel like alive. And so, um, it's just, if I didn't have that awareness, I'd still be on this other path of like, Oh, I got to go into this other business. I'm feeling miserable. Like it sucks. And I'm, I'm going through the, you know, the grind 
And there are going to be those moments, but then like realizing when a change has to happen where you just feel like, ah, I don't feel called to do this anymore. And then realizing, oh yeah, that's going to be okay to do. Like you can, you can shift that and change it. But then that's where then all those outside emotions come into play of like, oh my gosh, I'm letting these people down. I'm like feeling, you know, just like, what are going to people that are going to think if I have to backtrack or I feel like I'm backtracking, what's my family going to think. But in the end, like a key to focus in on is, is one being able to come from a place like, do you feel good about the journey you're on? Do you feel great? Do you feel like happiness, excitement? And it, it's a loaded question in the standpoint of what does that mean to you? Like there's so many different interpretations, but um, I try to lean into that of just being able to continuously reflect each and every day and know, hey, is this like take a step back every day and realize, is this the path that I want to go down? If not, what change do I need to make and actually take action and commit to that too? I like that. And being able to reflect allows us to not react. I know so many of my mistakes that I made um, in my business is because I was reacting. Mm -hmm. I was reacting to that moment. I was reacting to the decision, you know, that wasn't what I thought it was going to be or stuff not moving as fast. And so I would panic and I, I would react. Instead yeah. of just stopping and pausing, right? Yeah. Well, and, and it's also for me what I had would happen. And I still, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. It's like, it's still work in progress. Like it's going to be yeah, always, always. It, always. It, like, yeah, always. You're going to have the, it's not like, oh, now I, yeah, we talked about it before getting on here. Yeah. It's like, you know, just cause you get to a certain level doesn't mean you still have, the, you don't have any problems. <laughs> like you're always <laughs> exactly. going to have them. It's just what can be really powerful is how to shorten that too, where you're not getting burnout and years go by. But you're, you're short in that time frame where you're just feeling, okay, honoring it, taking it in, but not letting it paralyze you in the, in the standpoint of action taking. And so for me, I would always get those moments of like the head buzz, the buzzing going on in my head of like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I got to do this. You start feeling really hot and then the stomach starts churning and you have these knots. And for me, that would, that happens. And then in that place, I make these decisions that ultimately I look back on. I'm like, why did I make those decisions? And it's not taking the time to like step back and pause metaphorically, you know, step back and pause and, and realize like, okay, is this really going to be the path I'm going? And that can take 30 seconds. It's not like, you know, people think about exactly back and pausing going to take you know half a day yeah you know, it could be just that 30 seconds of like all right let me breathe let me reflect and let me let me see what's going on here in the situation yeah. well and sometimes i know for me i you know i kind of look back on some of my reactions that i had and they were definitely panic they were definitely mm-hmm. you know i thought it, at that moment it felt like such a big problem and i had to make this decision right now like you said you your head would be buzzing and i feel the same way i have to do it. i have to do it. i have to do it and i look back and i'm like wow, okay, it really wasn't that big of a deal. It was not as detrimental as I was making it. I could have taken the 30 seconds. Technically, I could have taken 30 days on a lot of these decisions and it wouldn't have actually changed anything because I think we flip out about these things even when they're not a needle moving decision, even when they're not gonna make us go belly up. And it's funny because back to, you know, last year definitely helped me with perspective and reflecting and deciding on how I wanted not only my business to be, and how I wanted to serve my clients, but how I wanted my life to be, because I'm only working two days a week right now. And that works for me. Um, I was working five to seven days a week, freaking out, trying to balance the kids and then running here uh, to the building where I'm at now and trying to work in the middle of the night. And it's, it's funny because I, I'm not making less money than I was making then, but I, I had all these things on my to-do list that I put there that really didn't need to be done. It could have gone on my, well, when I have time, you know, I could spend an hour here or there, but uh, you know, I would give myself these like unrealistic lists and these unrealistic goals that I gave myself with no real reason. And I was driving myself crazy with it. 
Oh my gosh. And uh, absolutely can relate to that. So I appreciate you sharing yeah. that because, um, you know, that for me, what comes up with that, as you shared, was comparing myself to others. So yep. I, and I still do that, you know, a little bit here and there and I have to catch myself, but it's like, oh, you know, that's somewhere where I want to be, you know, so all of a sudden now become stressed on the path that I'm on, even though I'm growing uh, and I'm making that progress, but then I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta be at this certain level. Like, why am I not there yet? And it's that patience too. It's powerful, but also to what was, um, coming up as, as well was this importance of like, especially for those that are, you know, listening and saying, Hey, like, all right, well, I'm, I, I can't like, I can't make a change. Like if this is the way, this is what I yeah. got going on. You know, if it's a family, if it's kids, if it's business, all of this. And, and what's important is just realizing how much you're, you're focusing in on the time usage of where, where you're putting your time first. Absolutely. And that goes back to reflection. Reflection is so key for me. I journal. That's the best way I do it where I put intention each and every day. And again, this takes uh, seven to five minutes now that I've timed it. Um, but it can be as simple as like mapping out what that day is going to look like. Where's my time. And, and, you know, each, each day, you know, kind of observing, you know, I call it like the circle of time where you yeah. put these categories, you put your time. Someone may be like, that's too complicated. Hey, it takes like, three minutes, yeah. draw a little circle, put your time. And do what works for that. And, and the thing is though, is just being able to be creative in the problems that you're looking at, being able to just take that time to, to shift your perspective and not go through the hamster wheel and just realize, is there something that I can do that can absolutely one, make me almost jump five steps um, in this new direction that I've wanted to go for so long, but I just haven't taken the time to actually reflect on that. And it can be difficult. Like there, there can be someone that's like, Hey, I just, I don't have the time. And that's where, again, being able to just audit it and just really make, you know, determine if that is the case. And then knowing what could go, what could be cut in the sense of cut off, uh, that could allow you to have a little bit more time. But, um, it goes back to just taking those moments to reflect. I agree. And I I know time management was one of those things that I struggled with so bad. Um, but part of that was because, again, I was making this to-do list that not yeah. one person could actually get done in an entire day. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's important to look at your list and ask yourself for each of those things, are these really things that I need to get done? Are these going to move my business forward, move my life forward, you know, or are they just things that these would be great to go to the next step for growth or for you know, more clarity or for, you know, better social media management, whatever it may be, whatever. But I, you know, I have a notebook that I carry around that I, you know, my brain dump notebook because my brain, you know, constantly is coming up with, Oh, this would be a great, Oh, this is a great idea. You know, and I'll, I'll put it down in there, but I used to, you know, actually, Oh, I'm going to do this tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to do this tomorrow. And I put it on my calendar and I'd spend half a day or a day coming up with this new concept idea because my brain wouldn't stop on it. And then I would get to, and be like, yeah, it's not going to work. So what did I do? I just wasted an entire day, you know, just wasted an entire day instead of putting it in my notebook. And then, you know, I'll have time where I actually schedule in 30 minutes or whatever to go through my notebook and I'll go through my notebook. And it's actually funny when I like reflect in my notebook, I look at it and be like, well, I don't know what I was thinking. That was the stupidest idea I've ever had in my entire life. I rip that sucker out, <laughs> throw it away because yeah. it doesn't <laughs> even stay there. And then I'm like, okay, that's pretty good, you know? And I'll leave it in there, go to the next page. I just kind of like go through them and that gets it out of my head. So I removed it from my head, spent 30 seconds writing it down. It goes in my notebook. I have that scheduled once a week. Usually I do it like on a weekend where I'm just kind of like sitting with the kids and just kind of like, kind of look through it, schedule it to get, look through it, tear out the crap that doesn't belong in my notebook anymore and throw it away. It's out of my head, out of my notebook. And the stuff that stays in there, you know, I look at every week and a lot of them end up staying there and they become real ideas that are tabled to be reflected on more later. But that has helped me so much because I shared before we went on air and I've shared this on a couple of podcast episodes that I found out that 
you know, when I did one that I found out, I kind of knew that I was a visionary, you know, it just kind of gave me a name to go with the fact that my brain doesn't stop thinking of ideas. So it almost, instead of me thinking of it as a negative, it gave me permission to, to dream those things. Because before I thought, oh, okay, well, I just can't, you know, you hear people say, well, you're just a dreamer. She's a dreamer. Just, you know, get your head out of the clouds. And because I've always been that way, you know, it's just been the way I always have been. And I looked at it as a negative thing because it's considered a negative thing in a lot of ways, you know, but to be able to have that name to it um, really helped me a lot. And I got it from the, the rocket fuel book and took the rocket fuel uh, quiz online. And I was like, okay, well, that gave me permission to be that dreamer, to be that visionary. But I still needed to be able to implement it in a way that I could not just sit around and dream ideas and waste a lot of time. So, you know, going back to what you were talking about, about, you know, time management and all that, for me, I removed the need for mega time management by removing a lot of the stuff that I was spending time on because I was looking at it reflecting, does this fit? And I would mm-hmm. literally ask myself out loud, like a crazy person, does this fit? Why am I doing this? What, what is this? Is this going to make me money? Is this, you know, serving my clients? Is this going to, you know, improve my business immediately today? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, does this actually fit? Because, you know, and I say this a lot that every time that we're doing something, whether we're working a nine to five or we're working our own business or whatever, we're literally selling hours of our life, <laughs> like literally selling it, you know? So when you think about it like that, it's a whole lot easier to say no to things than it is if you don't think about it like that. Cause for me, I'd be like, Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. I'll, I can totally do that or take this client or take that. But you know, when you think about it, like, well, I'm selling, you know, the, you know, the next 30 hours of my life to this client I just signed on, you know, is it worth it for that? You know, I don't know, you know, you have, and you have to, it really helps you to come up with your time management things. If you really think and reflect on each single thing, is that something that you find is helpful? Yeah. So for me, I have, uh, I have three journals, so it might not be for everyone, but how I yeah. do it is I have my daily just task journal where I, I okay. map out the time. I, I write down three and it goes back to the, the, the goals for the day. So I have three yeah. goals for the day. And that went from a, a list to do list of, as you said, you know, like 20 to 30, like I'd have that to do list and I've condensed it now to just three things. Like yep. what are going to be those three things as you talked about with the needle mover that are going to move it. And I'm going to feel great about it. And I'm yep. going to feel like these are awesome accomplishing wins that I can just scratch out any additional time after that. Great. It's like, just like on top of, of what I just did, like that's all extra. Yep. And so what are those three things? that are just going to make me seem like this is going to be a successful day because that allows for the momentum to build. And so I have that for one journal. Other one is just a a journal in itself from a traditional sense of like, just like a diary, you know, where it's like Mm -hmm. going through what happened in the day. And then the third one is just as you you know, the brain, uh, brain dump for ideas and getting that out there. Also taking notes in meetings. Um, That one, I think as you talked about too, is so important to highlight is like when you get out of, out of your head with these ideas and put them on paper, one, they become just more, they become smaller in a sense, yeah, you know, it yeah, may be a yeah. massive goal, but your mind <laughs> will always try to just amplify that. Um, if you don't allow it to be put on paper and just look at it and say, is this something that's going to serve me or not? And it goes back to like anything we do and no matter how complicated we make it in our own lives, it goes back to how does it you know, serve us in, in an emotional way as a yep. feelings way. Like all of it, I mean, all of it ties back to we're humans. We have a massive emotional response to what's occurring in our lives and we 
just got to look at it in that lens of like, is it, you know, in the sense, is it going to serve, serve me in the standpoint of like the happiness I have of serving someone else from a client standpoint, from helping others and, and getting into that mindset. And I think that's so important. Anyway, that's, that's definitely a good value of mine, but it just goes back to like, it's all going to come flowing through us. And so if we can realize, as you said, and, and understand, you know, where can I say no? Um, and realizing like, you know, it's not nothing personal. It's just putting those boundaries. And I think sometimes we feel we need to, um, from an emotional standpoint, emotionally serve others when we're not even serving ourselves too. And yeah. it doesn't have to be in a malicious way. I mean, sometimes it goes to those extremes, but it's being able to just set those boundaries where it's realizing where can I, where, where am I saying yes to and where am I saying no to? Because again, time, it's so important. And uh, it's being able to honor that for everyone. And I mean, I think that goes back to the importance of it from a service mindset is like, can I serve this person? If it, Let's say for the business, you know, it's looking at the clients. It's like, can I really be a hundred percent serve service mindset where I'm going to give them my, all my energy, or is it also draining me? And in a sense, from a lifeguard standpoint, I can't save yeah. that person or their business or what they're doing because I don't have the skill set or the emotional um, wherewithal to handle that. And that's where, you know, you, you realize it's a no and, yeah. and you honor that because it's going to serve both people in that situation or both organizations or however it is for someone's business. And I think that's, that's really important um, to take that into consideration because as, as businesses in general, it's like, okay, bottom line, you know, we got to think about that, but also it's important to realize, um, is there a way to really improve upon that? We're still honoring that bottom line, but ultimately too, um, you're, you're, you're bringing new energy to everyone on the team yourself. Um, and you're actually going to not burn out from it. Absolutely. And I think that that was one of my biggest lessons, you know, I've had a lot and I mean, literally right, a novel of my lessons that I learned, but one of them was the ability to say no, because if you dig back to the core of every single thing that I've ever done and all the things that I still do at the very core of it, I'm a helper, you know, I'm definitely an empath. You know, I didn't even know that term for the longest time, but I'm definitely empath and I really feel for other people and I want to help them. I genuinely want to help them. But for the longest time, I was helping them at my own expense. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever, um, there's a book out there called The Sin Eater. And um, I don't know if you've ever read that, but it, it was a very interesting book when I read it. And the, the, I can't even remember, it's been years ago, but um, there, there was the sin eater that was in this village. And if anybody had sins that they needed, you know, to be removed from them, they would go to the sin eater and the sin eater would remove the sins for that person. And they would walk away, they would feel great. And the sin eater just kept getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And when I read that book, it was kind of like, wow, I feel like <laughs> the sin eater because people would come to me with their problems. And it's not that I didn't want to help, but I did, but I, there was so much of it. And I, I had the inability to say no. You know, I did not have great boundaries because I, I mean, not to kind of toot my own horn on it, but I was great at helping them with their problems. I was, you know, I could kind of see what they needed to do, even though I couldn't even see what I needed to do with my own life. I could see what they needed to do and help guide them through it. But at the same time, my own life was falling apart and I just felt that pressure and I felt like the sin eater, you know, I felt like I was taking and removing that pain and struggle from them and just putting it on myself. And I was, you know, feeling just weaker and weaker and weaker until I just couldn't do it anymore. You know, and I completely had a complete burnout, you know, and I talk about this on the show that complete panic attack, anxiety attack, however you want to term it. And I didn't even know that that feeling existed. I had never had to that extent, you know, and it was terrifying and it was a big awakening. But I think that we need to realize that you know, yeah, we talk about entrepreneurship, we talk about, you know, struggles, and we talk about triumphs, and we talk about, you know, goals and all these things we need to do. But when we dig back, you know, you've mentioned emotions a lot. Emotions are the driving 
force for the human race on every single thing that we do, you know, and, you know, being in the social media, you know, consulting world, you know, this 100%, you know, and I've been in social media and marketing and such, you know, emotions drive sales, emotions drive decisions, emotions drive everything. People make the decisions on what they're going to do and what they want to do based on emotions. It makes them happy or, you know, they want to feel great because they did this or, you know, whatever it is. So, you know, I think we don't think about the emotions when we are taking steps in our own business a lot of times until we don't have another choice. And, you know, that's kind of one of the things that I try to preach a lot on the show is because, you know, I was in that burnout. I was in that complete burnout and I never want anybody to get to that point again. Yes. And, and what I'll say from that too, that came up was also this idea of like being willing. And we talked about it before and I want to, it's important to reiterate it is having that check-in with yourself each day. Like yeah. it's you, you know, the, the, you're a human being, you're doing these actions, make sure you're checking in with yourself each and every day. And whatever that looks like, you know, there's different ways to do that. If it's, you know, meditation, if it's prayer, if it's um, just journaling, if it's, uh, you know, quickly getting outside for your own time by yourself, but having, and again, it does not have to be long. It can be, you know, less than five minutes, but having a check-in and just knowing, Hey, am I enjoying this? Am I, do I feel like this is the path I want to go down? And Absolutely. it is so hard to do that too at times. Like, especially with, uh, there's a lot of external sides, responsibilities, all these come into flow where you're thinking about that, but just try as best you can. And, you know, there's different methods to do that, but you got to clear that out and just look at yourself and say, is this the path I want to go down? And if not, if you don't feel hundred percent into it, realize why that is, and then try to lean into that and, and determine if, if you can go down another path too. Absolutely. And I think, you know, kind of that brings up something we kind of talked about before we went on air is just the idea that, you know, sometimes it's okay to quit. Sometimes it is, you know, we talk about, you know, grind and hustle and, you know, hashtag grind, hashtag hustle. And, you know, these are all terms we all use, especially in the entrepreneur or business ownership world. And it's not that they're bad inherently, but sometimes, that grind is not for what you're grinding on. You know what I mean? That, that hustle is not for what you're hustling on. Maybe that's not the path you're supposed to be on. So sometimes it's okay to stop and say, is this for me? Is this what makes me happy? Because sometimes we're grinding and we're hustling. And we're just going through the motions, but it's draining us. Yes. And um, gosh, yeah. One, one part too that came up as you were just talking about it too is uh, like the context of it all, like being able to realize like that served a purpose for a reason. It's to get me off, you know, off the couch to yep. go outside for me. Yep. You know, it got, got me out there, but then realizing, all right, there's going to be something else, you know, got me yep. to this point, but there's gotta be something else now to get me to the next point in life. And knowing that and, and realizing if it's not serving me, switch that up, switch it up real quick. Uh, yep. Because if not, that's going to, that's going to lead down the road of just, you know, that burnout. We talked, I, I experienced that. Like I knew, Hey, that was the time to quit. I, I did it. I, I took that. And then even now, like, and something that we talked about before getting on here was like, you know, now currently, you know, I'm 28 years old and I'm back with my parents. I decided from a practical standpoint, I knew I was going to be more happy from budgeting. I have a good relationship with them. Let me move back in with them for these, the remainder of the year with COVID-19 situation from yep. Charleston now up to Maryland. Yep. And I'm preparing, you know, I know in my mind, and I'm going to share that here too, for those is like, in my mind, I'm going and going to be doing what I'm doing come January. But I yep. got this time where if I'm not open about that and realizing what's going on and being practical about this, those steps, then my confidence will go down too. Cause it's like, Oh my gosh, you know, what are people going to think about me? I'm, I'm doing this situation. And so I think that's again, reiterating that it's important to understand, don't worry what others are thinking. 
doesn't mean it's not easy, but again, that goes back to the check-in. If you can continue to build confidence with yourself and realize like, I know the path I'm on, it doesn't care what anyone else input comes into play. I'm going to honor that and see if it resonates, if it works well, or if it's just completely, you know, not at all in alignment, but that is just important on your own journey of entrepreneurship, of business. You're going to have so many people coming at you telling you, you got to do this way or that way in this way. Yeah. And it does not mean to not be open to it. You, ha- you There's an importance of that of being open to it, but also realizing, is it serving in this moment? Does it resonate? in this moment. And when you take action is actually improving upon the, your business you know, life, your personal life, um, and, and making sure you always do that check-in. I love that. Can, can you share real quick, just you mentioned that you've got some stuff coming up and yeah. can you share with everybody what that is and kind of what your journey is right now? Yeah, absolutely. So um, for me, so I'm planning to do 50K, uh, 25 states this upcoming year, 2021, depending on COVID-19, where I'm going to be traveling and doing a 50K, running a 50K trail. So I was planning to do the races. Races right now have been postponed. They're on and off. So self-supported. It's going to be all self-supported as well as minimal crew. Um, And what I'm excited about is just being able to share that journey. So I've been sharing on social media. Instagram is is a great way to connect with me, uh, to go there. That's our uh, at RD uh, Weeks, W-E-K-S 50, and then also starting a YouTube channel as well where it's, uh, so the, actually this is going to be the first time I'm sharing it publicly, uh, the adventure is called the 50-50 Adventure. And so that is, uh, in a sense, going to be, you know, the two years traveling to 50 states, running a 50K uh, trail in each of those states and uh, inspiring others to be able to uh, discover their best life through outdoor adventures. And um, it's that 50-50 of like, sometimes we're on that edge, on that middle line. So it's like, which, where are we going to go? It's like, this is hopefully to be be able to push them over uh, the edge to say, let me go and do this. I love that. And I think that is super inspiring. And um, I will make sure and have the links in the show notes for people to kind of link to. And if, is there a, do you have a website or anything for that? Or are you just going to do it all through social media? Yeah, so uh, you can also check me out on the website. It's going through a new branding with it. Um, it's all it's all launching. So yeah, it's okay. great. Yeah, we'll sneak peek for those listening. Um, yeah, surprise! So it'll, be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be launching at the end of October. Um, okay. When it comes to 5050 Adventure. That's already preliminarily been out there. But uh, the website's RD Weeks. Okay. Uh, W-E-K-S dot com. And so that'll be a full rebrand uh, and you'll be able to... Uh, click one of the tabs for the 50 50 adventure as well and, and follow along. So I'll be, I'll be documenting it um, throughout the journey. Uh, have some people helping out with that as well, which I'm excited about and uh, being able to also just, you know, each day I'll be providing some updates for those that want to follow along. That's super excited. And I like to check back with people that have this stuff going on. So we'll definitely check back with you and be like, yeah. okay, how's it going? How's your yeah. legs fell off? You know? <laughs> well, yeah. And so, and, and real quick too. So what's been interesting is like, for me, I always think of like, you know, it goes back to the small wins honor that because yeah. for me, I look at like, 50k man like gosh like that's gonna be rough but like i get in the mindset with my coach i'm like all right gonna take me 10 hours to walk it so maybe i I get into that that's doable i I, I feel confident about that that's pretty good yeah. So, and then the first place, which I'm excited about that really revved me up of like, all right, we got this is Hawaii. So that's the plan is first spot oh, January, um, is to be Hawaii for two weeks. We'll be there. And then, um, depending Shoot. with the, the fires going on right now, um, oh, you know, yeah. West coast was a plan as well as South, uh, Southwest. So that was our, that was a plan for the next spot, but we'll see, you know, what's happening. Well, that just shows, I mean, the ability to pivot, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just, that's, I mean, that it, this year has really showed that, but the ability to pivot is, I feel like has been my whole life, but it's yes. definitely something that, 
you know, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, maybe I should start running, go to Hawaii. No, I'm just kidding. I don't like yeah. running that much. <laughs> but, but the thing is too, it's like, yo, hopefully that sparks just like if yeah. someone, you know, if you had that idea of like, oh, I want to go do this or that yeah. and knowing that there's a lot of responsibilities, but don't let that first yeah. come into your mind. Exactly. Just be like, all right, I want to do this. Let me figure out how to make it work. Uh, rather yeah. than like, I can't do this. And um, yeah, I have key. those moments too. We all do. Like no one is not, if you've never had those moments, man, like I don't think you're human. <laughs> no, personally. I, I yeah. actually think they're lying. That's what I was saying. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you're either in denial or you're yeah. lying. It's one of those two because yeah. everybody uh, does. Everybody yeah, and, does. and the keys would be open about it and, and, you know, support one another too. It's like, yeah, you know, just because someone's doing that, it's like, oh man, like, you know, that's so awesome. That let's see what that results for me. And like, I I've been using that a lot too for motivation see what others are doing and being able to say like, Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you could take that same concept and even if running is not your jam and it's not my jam. I mean, I'm, I've mentioned that we're doing uh, just as a family doing the 50, 52 hike challenge. And you know, with, with all the kids and one of them's three years old, that's a big deal for her tiny little legs. You know what I mean? She's Absolutely. been doing that and it's been so fun. So I mean, pick your own thing, pick a goal and kind of stick to it. Just the idea of having that goal, and it can have something to do with your business or have something to do with your personal life or just how you emotionally feel. But, you know, having that, you get those wins. Every week when we get that done, the kids are so excited. And I made a calendar and, you know, we've got it up there. We put a sticker up there and they've been thrilled, you know, completely thrilled. And so, I mean, pick your own thing. It could be swimming. It could be hiking. It could be kayaking. It could be running. It could be walking. You know, pick your own thing. Yeah. And I think it's so important to get outdoors one way or another. If you can find a way to make that happen, it'll just shift your life. Uh, I believe forever. So, uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully that inspires someone to go out there and do it. <laughs> so that's what I tell people. I go outside every single day, whether yeah. it's, you know, if it's rainy or nasty outside, I'll just sit on my porch, but going outside is a part of my every single day because it just, it makes me feel so much better and it calms me. I do it every single morning. Um, I, I met, try to meditate every morning and do yoga every morning. Again, there's not, not, might not be your thing, but pick a few things in the morning. And even if it takes you just five minutes, take that. It will change the rest of your day and then it'll change your life. Yeah. And, and also the last thing, to, so I want to share as well is it, it, when you start, there may be those moments where you falter and oh, yeah. honor that. Know that's going to happen. It happened for me where there's going to be some, perhaps if you're trying to do it every day, that doesn't happen. Just know you're building the strength mm-hmm. and the practice to really get to the point where it becomes a must for you each and every day. And once you hit yep. that, you know, you've hit it and it just becomes natural. It becomes just part of your life. Yep. And to know that it's okay that you're going to have those moments of, of, you know, perhaps falling back, try to keep that as, as, as little as possible, but just know that they may come honor that, but just keep moving forward too. And, and, and not beat yourself to, up. Yeah. And try to pivot. Cause I know for me, yeah. I would, for, when I first started, I would try to get it before the kids. Well, my kids are like flipping roosters or something. So it's like half the time I'd be like, okay, that's great. I'll get up at five. I'll get up at five every morning. And then all of a sudden my kids start getting up at five every morning. I'm like, seriously. So then I'm like, I'm going to get up at four 30. And my kids start getting up at four 30. I'm like, seriously. So now it's just like, I get up the time that I plan to get up, which is usually between five and six depends on the day. And if the kids are awake, they know. I get them set on like, mommy's going to go do your yoga practice. They know that's mommy's yoga practice. That's my time. And at the same time, I'm teaching them because I didn't do a good job of this early on. I'm teaching them that it's important to have self-care, that these, this is my time. Yeah. And oh my gosh, uh, I know we could talk about this for hours, <laughs> but uh, what I will say as well from that is get the family involved. Like mm-hmm. get the, like even if, let's say you don't have family or, you know, you got, you know, maybe friends or just acquaintances that can become that, that energy talk about it, get yep. it out there because then that allows you one, it's accountability, but two, gets more people involved. Also you're building a relationship. Maybe it's like, if you, you know, with the kids, it could be like, Hey, yep. actually they're going to join in on the meditation now, you yep. know, or and, and sometimes just, they do. 
Yeah. And so that just builds the energy. And sometimes we feel like, oh, I don't want to share because like it feels, I don't know what people are going to think. And that's the biggest thing is like, I don't know what people are thinking. Just go out there, know that they're going to come from a place of love, especially those that love you. Um, I sometimes forget about that. It's like, oh man, like they love me. They're going to be okay with that. Let me just share it. And, um, and you, you know, know what? If they're inputs. not, yeah, yeah, if they're not, who cares? Because yes. a lot of times yeah. people will have those reactions because, a lot of times it's because they wish they could do it or, yeah. you know, whatever reason may be it, that's an internal thing. So yes. you know, a lot of people are like, well, this person was negative with me. I'm like, forget the negativity. Most time, if somebody's projecting negativity, that's their own inside feelings that are coming out towards you. Forget it. You're inspiring them whether you realize it or not. Yeah. Yeah. And so just, yeah, keep at it. So if, yeah, those that need to hear that, just keep going. <laughs> like, and pivot. Yeah. as you say, pivot is key in, in yep. knowing, okay, how can I switch it where this isn't working? What, what could I try else? Exactly. And I love that. And I know that we're kind of short on time today, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. But um, I will have the links to all RD's information into the show notes. And we will check back with you to see how your 50K is going. I'm super excited about Hawaii. Hopefully you take lots of pictures. Yeah. I have never been to Hawaii and I'm really sad about that. Yeah, me neither. Um, so, so I have a few friends out there, but it's going to be the first time. So I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. My, my husband was in the Navy, so he's been like okay. everywhere. So he's always like, well, that's not as good as you think it is. I'm like, let me decide that. Let me decide. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me go and be like, well, this isn't as good as I thought. I want to decide that for yeah. myself. You know, yes. So, yeah. So, well, we had just decided to start traveling more this year and then COVID. So, I'm like, yeah. seriously? Yeah. But and that's you know what what? Is, there, there's going to be things that you can't control. Don't put your energy towards that and get in bogged down with yep. it. Just keep going for what you can control in those areas for your actions and, and just, yeah, it'll be. Actually, yeah. 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 Actions. Yeah. Actions is where it's at because that's, that's actually how we ended up doing all the hikes. I decided to hike more personally you know, throughout the week than I was before. And we decided to do it as a family because we can't really travel right now. Yeah. We can go out in the woods, we can hike more. And then, and you'd be surprised the local places, you know, there's a lot of hiking trails I didn't even know existed around me. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I didn't know this was here. And it's like 10 minutes from my house. I'm like, I didn't know this existed, you know, and all trail is i don't know if you have that app but it's a great app i don't know if you hike but all trails is a great app it's a great app and you can find trails near you and it even will kind of um, tell you if it's kid friendly pet friendly or whatever and that helps me plan if, if i'm going by myself you know or if, if the kids are going on that one helps me plan whether you know because the big difference if it's 15 miles and if it's like three miles you know for the three-year-old so yeah it's, it's great i mean it's great i love that app and they have the free version and they also have a paid version too yeah. so it's great 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 so all right. Well, um, I'll let you go ahead and just say your goodbyes. And if you have any takeaways you want to give, then we'll kind of go with that. And then we will check back with you. Yeah. Well, and I appreciate it again for the opportunity. And so I will say, yeah, if you want to connect and continue the conversation, you can connect on with me on social media. The best one for communication, uh, just cause I, I, I keep that really close knit is Instagram is going to be the best way. Uh, that's RD weeks 50 again. And, um, yeah, as you said, yeah, the link will be there um, too. And then also if you would like to listen to some of the outdoor, um, running, um, journeys for people, uh, outdoor running podcast. That's where I interview other people too, about their running journey too, if you're interested in running.